My company, Trident Design, is an innovation-based company. Now, everyone talks about innovation as something they need to do as part of their company, but it's really like everything we do at Trident Design. And when people come to visit our company, they often comment on the uniquely innovative and creative environment that we've created at Trident Design. You walk in and you immediately get the sense of unlimited possibility. And this occurs not just because of the space, but it also is a part and a function of the way people interact inside Trident. So people often ask, how do you create this culture of innovation? We want to try to duplicate this level of creativity in our own company. And so it comes down to a simple formula, the first and most important part of which is hiring, hiring the right kind of people. If you're trying to create a culture of innovation, you really need to fill it up with innovative people. Innovative people are people with low egos, people who are good at what we call divergent thought as opposed to just convergent thought. Convergent thought is when you're like analyzing things and trying to narrow things down, kind of like an engineer does. A divergent thinker comes up with more possibilities instead of trying to narrow down possibilities. They're people who question the status quo. They're people who question why is it being done this way? In addition, innovative people who are going to like contribute to this culture tend to be supportive of their coworkers and they also uh, like to explore new grounds. They like to get out of their comfort zone and try new things. Lastly, with your hiring process, you want to make sure you hire people that are going to work well together in a team. Because if you have one sour apple in a group, it can like really spoil the atmosphere of collaboration that leads to innovation. So you want to make sure that each person is carefully selected to build this culture and keep like adding and adding and adding new viewpoints, new perspectives, and a positive attitude to the collective. Secondly, when you're creating a culture of innovation is your management style. So what we'd like to do is practice what we call vision-based management. This isn't authority-based management where you're like telling people what to do. What you're doing is getting everyone aligned on the vision. What are we trying to create? So we all know what our end goal is. And then people manage themselves based on their alignment with that vision. So if they all know what we're trying to create in terms of a result from the product, they can make decisions as they're going along about what may or may not serve that result. We're less concerned about how they get there than that they get there in a way that creates a lot of value. And the purpose of innovation, so-called innovation, is to come up with new ideas that create more value for the end user or make it easier to deliver that value than the way that's already occurring. So you need to manage people in a way that encourages them to have new ideas. If you have a culture of, of failure where like people get yelled at if they make mistakes or fail, then it's going to shut down their ability to come up with new ideas because they're worried about making missteps. And so they're careful about what they come up with or suggest. And being careful is like the enemy of coming up with new creative ideas. So in your management style, you really have to give people freedom to make mistakes. You have to give people freedom to try new things that you don't know if they're going to work or not. You have to give them an expectation even that they're expected to try to reach out of their comfort zones and come up with new ideas. The next important thing in creating a culture of innovation is managing the team dynamics. So if you bring a bunch of people together, they're going to have a natural way that they evolve of working together and interacting. But it's just going to arise randomly based on the different characters you have involved. But you can actually coach people in to the right way of interacting in order to create an environment that leads to innovation. So what does that look like? That looks like creating a culture where people respect each other's ideas. 
uh, our motto at Trident is when egos drop away, the best idea wins. So it doesn't matter where the idea came from, as long as it's a good idea, it gets taken seriously. And if it's the best idea, even if it came from someone who's not involved in the design process, but like one of the office workers, it still gets given the same level of credibility as if the idea came from me. Like I'm not the boss at Trident Design, the results are the boss, the projects are the boss. And so teaching people to have that same level of respect for each other, not just for me, but interpersonally amongst each other is like the key to creating a bunch of conversations around what's possible because no one takes individual credit. It's like the whole team is getting credit. So people are holding things back for fear of being wrong or for fear of not getting credit because everyone's getting credit. So managing that team dynamic of how people interact is really important to ultimately creating the intentional environment that's gonna yield a lot of creative ideas. The last piece of creating this culture of innovation is the environment, creating a workplace that breeds new ideas. So you don't want everyone in a cubicle not interacting with each other. You want to create a space where there's, yeah, there's places for people to get away if they need privacy to focus or to think, but you also want a lot of opportunities for people to interact, even if they're not interacting directly around a project so that they have cross-pollination. They hear what's going on with the other people and they might throw in a, a third perspective into a project just because they know what's going on and they hear what's going on. So these like uh, spontaneous ideas that come from people who aren't involved often are, create breakthroughs because they bring this fresh perspective unclouded by the, you know, being too close to the project. In addition, you want to create a space that's not too rigid. It's got artistic things around or things that spur the imagination. There's colors, there's interesting lines. You don't want a very neat and orderly space that's so rigid and clean that it shuts down possibilities. It's on the fringes of thought and the, you know, where things get a little messy that most ideas appear. So if you have something that's too neat and orderly, it's gonna also start to shut down in people's minds, their, their inner life will reflect the outer life of life. If it's too neat and orderly, too in boxes, then your thoughts will be in two in boxes too. Now, you don't wanna go too far in the other direction and have chaos because the best ideas don't arise out of chaos either. They, they come out of organized creativity, they come out of the uncertainty at the edges, but they don't come out of just random chaos because then it's not directed, it's not orderly, and you can't think straight if it's too messy. So like many things, it's like walking that line between creating that creative environment that spurs new ideas, but not so loose that there's no structure for, when, for which those ideas can like emerge. So that is it, so you need to get a, Focus on who you're hiring, your management style, managing the team dynamics, and creating a physical space that encourages creativity. These, that's the formula for creating a culture of innovation. Now go out there and invent something great.